Hello and welcome to the Compiled Podcast. This is a show where two programmers talk about anything and everything. My name is Nick Wu, and uh, each week in each episode, we'll have a topic, and the goal of the、uh, of the show is to compile the topic down to a list of essential points for our listeners. Each guest will have their own list, so then we don't always have to agree on everything.、Uh, if you haven't listened to the、uh, Uh, the pilot episode.、Uh, I've I've done the short I've done the short recording where I talk about just myself and why I'm starting this podcast. So, so I won't do that uh, uh, this week.、Um, so uh, yeah, let's get right to the guest.、Uh, so our first guest,、uh, proud to be here, is <laughs> Brandon. Brandon, why don't you give us a short intro? Ah,、uh, sure. Uh, my name is Brandon Proudfoot. Look me up on LinkedIn. I go to UNC Chapel Hill, and that's where I met Nick. He studied abroad at、uh, Chapel Hill from Edinburgh. Yeah.、Uh, I、uh, currently am in San Francisco right now on an internship, and、uh, I'm going into my master's. Right. Uh, um. Yeah.、Uh, you're just finished. You're just about to finish the internship. Uh, soon, right? Yeah,、uh, this is actually so. I had my final presentation two days ago. Oh wow!、Uh, my <laughs> yeah,、uh, I had my final interviews yesterday. And okay. I I walked out of my interviews and like felt so much pressure come off of me because that's been hanging over me the whole、yeah. summer. I feel like is、yeah. Google the only company that does conversion interviews? I,、uh, like、I think、no、all of them、company. all of them do that. Well, apart from Facebook, uh, but uh. Facebook is more leaning towards on how you do in your,、uh, in your project, and people have、yeah. to work overtime for that sometimes. So I've heard.、Uh, yeah. But、uh, I've talked to my Amazon and Microsoft friends, and neither of them have to either. Oh, oh, I have no, I have no idea. Then、uh, <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently they do things a little bit differently, and、uh, I mean, it's I think. In Go- even in Google, it's different from case to case. For example, I never had to do a conversion interview.、Uh, so, oh wow! So yeah. Oh, because you've been here like three or four yeah, years. Yeah, I've I've devoted most of my summers、uh, since since first year. So <laughs> I felt like I've earned the right not to do it. Hundred、um, percent. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, <laughs> okay. So sorry, I got you off track. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, so. Well, we've well we've left off a little bit. Ah,、uh, so next we want to get through a a speed run where we ask. Ah,、uh, it's like in the pilot episode where we ask ah、uh, just a bunch of short questions to our guests. So then, you know, it, you sort of get to know them. Ah,、uh, so Brenda, hope you're ready. So there's six one. I'm just gonna fire them off. Ah,、uh, one by、right. one. Ah,、uh, so here we go. Question one: What's your favorite programming language? Hmm. Ah.、Uh... I'll say Java with the addition in Java eight and Java nine. It's actually really nice to work with now. So yeah, probably Java. Yeah, it's the the lambda stuff and all the functional、uh, things that you can put in, right? Yeah, that's like been my whole project. Well, not my whole. Well, my whole project has been in Java eight. So I've had to learn a lot of the lambda stuff, which has been really interesting, and it's a lot less verbose now, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. They've. I think they've at some point they've understood that you know it. Actually, it takes a long time to write all of that stuff. So then,、uh, they've tweaked it a little bit, which which I think is quite nice. Uh, uh, just by the way, my when I answered this list, my my favorite language, I also said Java. So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So question two, what's your least favorite la uh, programming language? Okay, um, does MIPS count? Oh, mate, okay. Uh, so I guess that's too low level. Yeah, I mean, it still is. Uh, it still is. I, <laughs> it still is. I, I have no idea what you have endured in, was it 401? Is it? Was it 411? Uh, 411. 411, yeah. yeah. I didn't do that class, so uh, I have no idea what you have uh experienced but yeah <laughs> oh and in um 541 which was the digital logic class i had to Ooh. i made like a two-player snake game in mips oh yeah not I, snake, yeah uh, I, Pong. yeah do you remember the time i was i was a citizen when i saw you playing with a a board like electric board with with lights on and you're doing this bouncing effect was that the thing i remember <sighs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah you're right. right. I forgot Cause, you were there when I was. Yeah, because you you were yeah. stuck, and then and then and I and I walked in, and. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I I'm sure you have your fun. Uh, you have you had your fun with with Mips then. Uh, Wait, actually, I'm gonna change it to an indie pick. Um, Maple. Maple oh, is a programming language yeah, I, that was written by a guy at NC State. And he made everyone who took Calc three with him use it, and so I. Oh wow! <laughs> I have no took Calc three in high school. <laughs> Do you know and what he? Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like MATLAB. Yeah. But it's like way worse. I don't like MATLAB to start with, and he took all the worst parts of MATLAB and made it into a programming language, and then made everyone who takes his class use it. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Maple. <laughs> yeah. So so. Funny enough, when I answered this question, I said my least favorite language is either C or MATLAB, and <laughs> and there's a funny story to that as well. Uh, well, not to not to this question, but what uh relating to what you just said. So you said Maple was invented by some guy at NC State, and then he made uh all of his students. Well, one one class of his has to learn it and to use it uh in his class, right? Yeah. So what happened is have you have you heard of Haskell? Yeah. So Haskell is a program is a functional programming language. So one of the well, not one of the first, but one of the most popular one. And um, mm -hmm. it was developed. It was invented in Edinburgh, and as such, uh, what they did was every freshman in every first year in Edinburgh in computer science has to learn Haskell as their first language. <laughs> I was so confused in that first in that like from going from like a, a completely object-oriented world going into functional without any sort of uh, pre-course, it's, it's bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's bad. If you haven't tried it, it's bad. Yeah, don't try. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, let's go on. Uh, favorite operating system, Windows, Mac OS, or Linux? Uh, I'll say Linux or Mac OS. Um, mm -hmm. Just because I like Unix-based systems, and both of those are Unix-based. Um, yeah, yeah, that's basically what I said as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh no, Linux is just a little bit tougher to work with. Like I wanted to download a screen recorder to, uh, record my final presentation. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. I okay. had to like find out what distro I was on, choose the right one to download. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a lot trickier than Mac, where you just download the DMG and then everything's taken care of. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, let's move on. Um, spaces or tabs? 
This is the holy girl. Spaces or tabs? <laughs> uh, so I use tabs, but I'm honestly kind of ambivalent. Uh, yeah, I I have no fight in this race. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no horse in this race. <laughs> I mean, nowadays most of these stuff are taken care of by like a a formatter that's sort of embedded in your IDE or your test editor, so you don't really yeah. Uh, you don't really do that yourself but still it's 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 a nice uh it's a nice thing to look at from time to time um mm -hmm. so next one uh emacs or vim or both uh if i had the option i would choose neither uh, okay <laughs> I mainly use sublime okay um, but yeah or intellij i guess from yeah. java stuff but sublime for everything else mm -hmm. I don't know. I've had some very bad experiences with Vim. Not strictly Vim's fault. That's like what I've used when I want to use C. Yeah, I think so that's, I was what, in... that's what like one of the first things that people complain about Vim is like, how do I how do I get out of this? Right? <laughs> they go in and yeah, then they I completely to... freaked out. It's like, oh, how do I get like how do I get out of this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? I think so. My problem isn't with Vim. It's mainly working on the command line trying to do some tricky stuff. So in OS, uh, I wanted to copy some files over. Uh, and so once I'd copied them over, I wanted to delete uh, the old files. And I unintentionally ended up deleting the entire directory because mm. I'm an idiot. Uh, and then this was like an hour. No, this was seven hours before the project was due. So it was due at seven and this was 12 AM. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I stayed up the next five hours recreating the entire project. Oh God. I, yeah. And, and, and it's not recoverable. Three times. It? It's not recoverable when you, yeah, when you no. do it on the command line. If like in, <laughs> if you own the GUI or like in the, uh, the file, uh, uh, edit or uh, the file explorer, or whatever, you can still recover it, but not in the command line though. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Uh, last question. What is your dream job? Don't say. Don't say programmer though. <laughs> well, if you, if okay. that, if that is, you know, by all means. I mean, yeah. I guess short term, that's definitely, at like a big company, Google, Facebook's evil. But uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, now we lose. We probably just lost like half of our audience. Right <laughs> you here. lost half of your. <laughs> no. Uh, Facebook. If you're listening, still hire me. Um. Let's see, dream job. I really like movies and music, so I think being a reviewer of either of those things would be cool. Um, if it wasn't, maybe a professional soccer player, that'd be pretty Ooh, cool. <laughs> that's that's very, like, you've listed three things which are all very different from one another. Is yeah, it, I, I feel like soccer is, like, the thing that gives me the most happiness, but I'm just, I'm, I'm good, but definitely not good enough to be even near that level. No, but you know, it's it's so nice. It's it's a very nice sport. Were you were you excited by the um, uh, the World Cup this year? Oh, that dropped my productivity down like a hundred percent. I did not work during the hours of eleven to one, which is when yeah. the games were shown yeah. uh, in West Coast. Yeah, I was. I I think England. I think England stuck to, uh stuck until quite late. They got they got kicked, uh knocked out on the semifinals. Was it? I think on the quarterfinals yeah. was the day I arrived in London, and it was so loud. Like every pub, it's full of people. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It it was a good it was a good 
good attempt by the, by well England if you're listening to this you know don't be mad I I'm fully I'm fully <laughs> with you so yeah. yeah uh cool um so yeah hopefully that well it wasn't much of a speed run since we took about like ten minutes to just to go through then yeah but, <laughs> whatever we'll we're, we're just starting out and we'll we'll tweak things from to, uh, you know from the, in the future um. So let's move on to your main topic, which is side project. So if you aren't quite familiar with the term, so essentially a side project would be something, you know, you worked on personally or just out of interest, but that's not part of your education or your job. So it will be, you know, some other stuff that that you're working on. Um, so before we go in with the uh, with the little questions. Uh, Brandon, do you have a like a favorite side project of yours, uh, or any side project of yours that you want to tell us about? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, I, I think we're coming to this. Um, but motivation for me is really, really tough uh, for side projects, just because I normally have a very busy class schedule, or when I'm in a job, I'm coding for eight hours, so I don't want to come home. But I found that the side projects I am actually able to complete and start are ones that like make my life easier or like relate to something that I'm interested in. So uh, I have like a 8,000 song Spotify playlist and I wanted to know how many artists. Jesus. Okay. Uh, individ- <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know how many individual artists I had in my 8,000 song playlist. And I originally in one of my first internships when I was bored would just I copied my playlist over to a secondary playlist and started deleting all duplicate songs by an artist. So I like sorted by the artist name and then would delete duplicate songs. So at the end, oh okay, uh, I would find out how many <laughs> got like, I think through probably K's before realized I'd spent like four hours on it. And it was such a stupid thing to do because a program could do it in like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then I started working with Spotify's API and then, uh, found a wrapper online for Java, and then I guess that's my first open source project too. I started adding to that, just adding some library functions for playlists. Um, oh, so like I was able to like find out how many individual songs I had, how many duplicate songs, uh, sort it into genre. Uh, one thing that I really wanted to do and started off was given a playlist. Okay. Uh, use TensorFlow or some other form of machine learning to find relevant songs based on a playlist. So say you have like 10 songs and four of them are rap. One of them is like dream pop. One of them is, I don't know, hard rock. Uh, Make a playlist that would be uh, just kind of reflective of the tastes. And that's kind of what Discover Spotify does. This like predates... Uh, Spotify's Discover playlist. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't um, it like the what's it called? It's, uh, the the radio thing, isn't it? Um, where yeah. you just pick a song and you say start a radio win, and then well, it's just to one song, not a whole playlist though. So it might be slightly different, but yeah, I I, I think yeah, I get what I get what you do. So um, so is that what you implemented, or or is that something you've I got like halfway through. I got to the training phase to where it could classify uh-huh. uh, playlists, but the generation of playlists is definitely 
<laughs> a lot more challenging. Yeah. Uh, if you're not Spotify, so I would have to have like a library of songs. Uh-huh. Uh, that conform to so I, basically I would have to know given that like a user likes rap, pick five rap songs. But there's no easy way on Spotify to like choose a random song by a genre. Uh, so I'm sure it's easier with all the data Spotify has internally, but as like an external programmer, that would be very mm-hmm. hard. So I think I'm a bit blocked there. I don't think I can move yeah, forward. Yeah, uh, actually, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but before that, uh, I want to sort of uh, give a, an, an equal side of myself and just to uh, describe a small side project of mine. So um, earlier this year, if you aren't quite... Well, you probably won't know about this un- unless you're in the space. Um, so one of the things that Google is focusing on this year was a open source uh, SDK for mobile development called Flutter. Uh, if you haven't if you haven't checked it, check it out. Uh, it's quite nice. Um, so basically, what it does is because most of my work is in uh, a language called Dart already, uh, and Flutter is completely in Dart. And it lets you basically write uh, uh, mobile apps for both iOS and Android. So when they came out, I researched a little bit and I was like, okay, I, I want to try something out. So over the past uh, four months-ish, I've been trying to code this chat app uh, with Flutter uh, well, a little bit of, with a little bit of a twist. Uh, instead of so in normal chat at, uh, chat apps you'll have like somebody you can talk to and then you just post whatever messages uh, you want um, it's a different uh, as a twist to to this um, so in this app I'm writing you can't actually send any text the only thing you can send is emoji <laughs> so you have to either you have to get quite creative or you know you're just not gonna be able to get it out uh, <laughs> I mean that's yeah. I I wasn't like I wasn't uh thinking about user experience when I was trying to go about yeah. it. So, um, so yeah, it's it's quite nice. It's gone to a point where, um, it's it's semi ready for alpha release. I would say. Uh, I'm still working on like little bits uh here and there, uh, but it's it's good. It uh yeah, uh, it's working quite nicely. Uh. So I'm I'm sort of stuck on that as well uh, <laughs> on the bit where do you know like in your your native uh, chat uh, when you select emojis when you select uh, for example grinning face and mm-hmm. then it will be like five different colors so you could have the the white one the black one like a, a yellowish one and then like every sort of skin color uh, that they support right but yeah. to do that to do that you you basically say like you press on the the emoji and it expands into all these different colors for you to choose. So I'm trying to I'm trying to do that same kind of behavior programmatically as well, and it's taking quite a bit of uh quite a bit of uh effort to to get right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you know, hopefully at some point we'll get it through. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I mean. Now that we have talked about all of our uh, side projects, it, it becomes a quite a moot point. It's like, do, do you want to, should you do a side project if you are a developer? And, you know, I think I speak for myself, but I think you would agree as well that, you know, if you 
are a developer that's starting out or any at any stage of your career you should always try to do something along the side and you know not that's not part of your um main uh main technical focus but also try yeah. to explore something else right it's a good way to diversify and after speaking with a lot of recruiters apparently uh so they get like i think 15 seconds to look at a resume just due to the amount they get and having side projects on a resume like you can learn a lot from side projects but like from a career focused perspective having side projects on a resume shows that like not only are you like a good student hopefully but you like have actual interest in computer science enough yeah. to like explore yeah exactly it shows that you care about you're you're passionate about what you do and you're trying you're willing to put in more time to you know try things out or explore uh different technologies yeah uh, and, and that's obviously good and uh i think i've got a point here where it basically means you know this stuff if you think about it what you get taught in in uh in any sort of education in whether it's a university or your soft taught or from any books when it when it gets made it was made for everybody and no one in particular mm-hmm. so and you might want i, I mean you know most like there are basics that you can that you should and can get from books but from there you need to find out okay i'm more i'm a I'm interested in web. I'm interested in mobile. I'm interested in backend or infrastructure testing and everything. So in order to like sort of, uh, as Bernie just said, in order to sort of sort of diversify your your knowledge base, you need to try these things out. And one of the best ways to try it is by actually making something out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. You might like the the point isn't even trying to get some sort of product out. At the end of it, but just at the experience of working with said technology will expand your knowledge and uh, and sort of it's it's just pure experience as in like how it is to work on this, and yeah, and also you might uh you might also come along and you know make friends during that during that process and you know uh, I to be honest this is how we met through uh through uh distributed systems that's the only yeah you're 100 right <laughs> that was the only class we had in common and then we wouldn't have met otherwise right so yeah and years uh, later uh like yeah. that project <laughs> those projects uh, oh my have, god like made that connection oh my god i i was i was trying to get everything ready yesterday so i was doing some of my uh i was looking at my youtube uh, uh space and i found <laughs> the the recordings of the the demo recordings we had to make for that yeah. for that class and it was still up there there's, there's like 10 views or like 12 views or something and somebody <laughs> liked it there was one I, I forgot like five of them and then somebody liked the first one i don't know who did that but <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently someone in the internet liked it uh That's funny. Which, yeah which is quite cool yeah <laughs> uh yeah and also uh, this is a side point but i feel like it needs to be mentioned as well is um you know like sometimes i don't know if you've felt if you have felt this before like when you're on the job and you have just this one thing that you uh i mean you, you're on the job so you definitely got some sort of project uh in your in your working hours like mm-hmm. sometimes it gets to a point when you're so into it and then it's stopped being fun to work uh, like work the work 
So then, you know, what I did was like, when that happens, I try to find something else that I find that I'm actually, not that I don't want to do the work, it's just something that, something else that I want to do along the side. And then, you know, these side projects is, has been a great deal of, uh, a great, a great source of joy for me to just yeah. code for fun and not expect um, it you know it might not be as high quality it might not be tested it might <laughs> not be you know all the things that that should be done might not be there but you know I'm just having fun on the on the Saturday afternoon so so yeah uh have you felt that way before or like <laughs> ever so I totally get what you mean about after a certain point you can just get so into your project and I I felt this just quite recently I'd say probably about a week or two ago, uh, I realized that the overall architecture of my project was such that I have no idea whether it will be used after uh, I leave, which like led to like an existential thing. Is like, why am I working on this if it's not <laughs> going to be used? Uh, and so at that point, I feel like it stopped being fun a little bit. Uh, but I don't know. I, I've come around... I feel like it's hard once you get into that mindset to get out. Uh, and I think that, yeah, working on something outside of work or just programming for fun. Uh, so I was not programming for fun because I had to worry about interviews. But like when I got stuck uh, mentally on a project, I would go and do leak code or something just to take my mind off of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're the first <laughs> so, person I've met who said that. Like. I don't know about you. I've done. Uh, uh, by the way, if you don't know about LeetCode, is this uh, website you can go go in and they'll have this little snippet of questions and you'll write. Basically, it'll be like you know write a function that do that does a plus b and whatnot. And they have this unit test set up that that basically uh, verifies if you got it right. I don't know about you. Every time I go on LeetCode, because I did quite a lot of it for my interviews last year. Yeah. Every time I did that, I feel like a really a retard. In in, <laughs> I've never felt more stupid <laughs> when I did recode. Uh, I've learned to choose questions carefully. <laughs> I I don't touch hards, um, because hards are absolutely ridiculous and would never get asked in an interview. Um, and yeah. I, I know completely what you mean. I was talking to someone yesterday and was like, the more I do leak code, the less confident I become in my skills. But yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Sometimes I was, oh, what was it? There was one time, um, I was doing I was doing a question. I can't remember what it was. Um, uh, and it took me about thirty minutes. I wasn't able to write a single line, so I gave up. And I so on LeetCode you can look at solutions that's that's uh basically been tested that other people wrote and you can just if you can't crack it just read the solution, so that's what I did, and when I see it when I see the solution and I was like man that's <laughs> you didn't come up you didn't come come up with this in thirty minutes there's no way yeah that's what that's <laughs> honestly how I felt I was like you couldn't have come come up with this in thirty minutes and. In under the interview environment, there's no way. Yeah, that's what that's my only sort of justification to, uh, to save my to save my feelings. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, sometimes it it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, before yeah. my uh, Microsoft interviews way back when, uh, I 
knew that they were going to ask leak code mediums uh, because that's what I'd heard. So I went out and tried to memorize every single leak code medium question and solution. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, it didn't end up being necessary because it turned out they only asked leak code easies. But that was one of like the most intense dumb things I've ever done is try and memorize 300 questions and solutions. Yeah, I don't. I think for the sake of our audience, um, and we can both attest to this, um, don't do that. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't no. do that. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not. It's not. It's not worth it. And also, like, I feel like I don't know if this is true, but if you go into an interview and you get the question that you already know the answer to, it's hard to fake. You know, to it's very hard to fake. Like trying to. Um, pretend to to come up with the solution on the spot because you know it cause like deep inside you know it so then you know you're gonna it's very hard to like try to like come like act as you have haven't heard that before and just came up the uh, came up with the answer on the spot uh i don't know if th- this is true. i probably just a, a bad actor on my on my bit uh <laughs> there's a reason i'm not an actor so uh yeah yeah <laughs> I'll say that I normally tell interviewers if I've seen a question before, but every single one that I've told. So my interview yesterday, I I told them that I'd seen a question before, and this happened at Microsoft as well. Uh, but the questions they choose were such that even if you knew the solution, the implementation was still tough enough to justify solving it. Mm-hmm. So like the three times that I've gotten a question I'd seen before and told them, uh, they still have me do the same question. Oh, okay. I I've always, I think I've it's only happened to me once. Probably I didn't know that much that many problems. Um, <laughs> you didn't memorize. I uh, didn't. Mediums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it happened to me once, and then I told the the person, and I think they just changed to a different. I think the guy was like, he's knowledgeable enough to know like twelve questions, just just like like that and he can like if this doesn't yeah. work i'll whip up something else and yeah it's it's i think like some of the interviews are really uh really trained in that in that regard um cool uh so i think we've touched on this a little bit um so when you're starting out when, you, when we're doing side projects sometimes as you said you know this is a side project so we also have our main thing to focus focus on uh, and sometimes that leads to a loss of uh, motivation and us just, you know, and you can, you can sometimes get stuck on quite a quite a weird point and, you know, with nothing really, uh, with, no, with no good options. So, you know, ultimately what happens is you, you just give up and uh, you, you just let, let it die uh, slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm sure uh, I have... Uh, run into it before uh, as Brandon just said you have run into it before uh, so what do you think are some of the um, tips or some of the um, uh, tools that you can use to uh, to sort of get out of it or you know keep it going uh, I think so in terms of technical issues obviously stack overflow <laughs> is yeah, just just, uh, go, just google lightsaber. things yeah yeah um I think honestly, the main thing for me, uh, in terms of like getting unstuck, is like setting aside time and actually dedicating yourself, 
because like you said, once I get stuck, and this happens to me all the time, I, I quit, which is really bad. Uh, unless I'm seriously invested in a project for side projects, I normally just stop working on them if I get to a blocking point. Mm-hmm. And I think setting aside time and like forcing yourself to actually like exert the mental effort to think about how to get unstuck would go a long way. I guess helping people is, or like asking people for help. Yeah, that's actually one of my points. Too. Where I've I've been stuck, uh, how however many times, uh, even just doing this project, uh, just this side project, uh, I've just talked about. Um, so one of the things when, uh, I I remember one instant was, uh, I wasn't able to get the. Do you know sometimes in on mobile apps or or on web apps you can say like login with Google and you just use the, uh, or login with Facebook and you just use your. Uh, credentials on 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 Google or Facebook, and it will just register you as as the a user there as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I was trying to implement something like that. I wasn't able to get it set up, no matter how hard I try. Um, so it it basically got to a point where when I was like, this is not happening. I, I we'll just do e- email and password. We'll do it the old way. Um, <laughs> uh, that happened, and I I was pretty sure like I was gonna I was gonna give up and do the other way. When I went up to GitHub, I went into GitHub issues um, on the Flutter SDK, and I searched, you know, Google sign in, uh, open issues, and they came up like a dozen of them came up. So <laughs> it's not it's it's definitely like you know. And at that point, I realized you know this this gotta be. Uh, it's not just me. It's that other people are having this problem as well. So then I started to correspond with uh with the uh collaborators or with other people that got stuck. Some people offered the solutions. One of which worked for me. So in the end, I got unstuck. Uh, at the at the very last of the time when I was like, you know, this is you know, I'll, let me see if somebody else has suffered this, in on <laughs> GitHub before. And then I tried it and boom. So, <laughs> uh. I guess I think that's one thing I found is like no matter what you're working on, there's someone else working yeah. on it, and like there's issues like they have run into the same issue that you. Yeah, have. exactly. I was uh, like, I think one of the points is that you cannot have been the first person to run. So, <laughs> I mean, the, obviously there are exceptions, but most likely or not, mm-hmm. what you're what you're facing, one of the problems you're facing right now, even if it's non-technical, you cannot have been the first person to to ever experience that. So definitely mm-hmm. um, reach out to to others or to just ask for help on Twitter on uh, on Stack Overflow or or GitHub uh, and just get you know I think we've always had this sort of fa- a false conception of the uh, programmer community that all, we're all lone wolves and we don't we don't talk and you know we don't ever ask for help and we'll just we'll we'll just dive alone on our way. But it's not like that. And there's mm-hmm. many people out there that are very, um, they're literally devoted into into helping people. There are people that just spend like I'm gonna block out five hours of my time on a, on a Saturday just answering Stack Overflow questions. I've li- I've met mm-hmm. one of these people uh, when I was working at Google. Uh, he was the uh, maintainer for Angular Dart because Angular was having it was just starting out. There were lots of bugs. And people are getting confused all all over the place on on Google Groups on uh, on GitHub and on Stack Overflow. So this guy was like, you know, when we're search 
when we're just starting out, I'm just gonna do this every like every week or like every weekend or or set up five hours. I'll just be answering GitHub, uh, 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 either GitHub tickets or, um, or Stack Overflow questions, and that's great. So you know, don't hesitate to ask for help if you get really stuck. Um, uh, mm. that I think that was one of the one of the uh, uh <laughs> the the ways. So, yeah. Um, uh, and one thing, one other thing I've uh I've uh, noted here was, you, you know, try try to try to make this into your experience. I would say. Um. So one of the things I did in my last side project was, um, I had I kept this technical block where, where every time everything I've done, well, most likely everything I've done, I've sort of blog I've written a blog post about it. So then in the end of it, I think I got uh, twelve uh, posts. Basically, which basically takes from from scratch to completion, of like if you were to reproduce the whole the whole uh app, you can just go along with that. So and you know writing, I think writing about the experience actually helps you a lot. And you know you'll see people on, uh, uh that comment below or comment or like tweet you on on Twitter be like, uh yeah we we've definitely seen this before and uh you know. Uh, don't give up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brandon, have you have you got any any sort of? I mean, you don't pro. I I'm. I don't think you you would like explicitly block it out. But I think you talk to your friends or like uh just keep just just keep other people in the loop about what you're doing or what you're facing, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Uh. I think we've we've whined so much about uh about uh, <laughs> distributed systems like along the way. Uh, yeah. actually, yeah. I, I mean, towards the end, it it got a bit crazy, and but when it was first starting out, and when when we were doing uh the last bit, the the serializer stuff, that was when things got mm-hmm. really crazy. <laughs> yeah, you, John, and Mark, uh, were like the people that made distributed systems uh like fun and like worth it to me like i would not have enjoyed that class really if it wasn't for you guys so i feel like yeah the community you form around shared issues <laughs> is definitely an important thing yeah i was i was about to say the same um literally for um for that thing and it was it was you and john i mark at the, like towards mm-hmm. the end he wasn't he wasn't that involved he wasn't in yeah, the he wasn't there yeah, in the beginning right. and uh and then for for this side project i've uh, i've this guy uh on twitter that just every time i tweet every time i tweet you know i've got a new blog post and he'll just like it and he'll write something like you know keep it going this is this is a nice like it's nice to have somebody um with you uh along mm-hmm. this stuff like it can be you know you you'll never know what happens in the side project it can be uh, happy feelings can be sad feelings. You get re- you get angry. Why this is isn't working? This is not even my repo. Somebody else got this bug and it won't re- accept my pull request. Uh, you know it. You know, don't uh try to make that a a sheer experience. Is uh what I felt, right? Yeah. Uh, how so? I I have a question yeah. which I struggle with a lot, and I feel like most other people do. Um just speaking with my close friends, uh-huh. uh, programmer, pro- close programmer friends, uh, how do you start, uh, 
a project. Right. Like I. Yeah, because yeah. uh, that's that's an excellent question. Because uh, you might well be in a point where you'd be like, oh, okay, I I should probably start doing a side project, and then what? What? But what exactly, do I do? Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, this is for me. Um, a lot of the ideas or like sort of concepts of what I want to do, they are just picked up a lot, like on my day in my daily lives. For for example, this this emoji idea is literally ripped out of a YouTube video I watched. Yet, uh, it was a it was one of the one of the uh sessions in Google I/O in twenty fifteen. And they were not even doing that. Mm-hmm. They were promoting a progressive web app, and they were using that as a as uh, they were using this um half finished uh, uh emoji stuff as a example to do that. So I was like, hmm, that's a fun thing. Which and what I did was I always have this long. Uh, I have a very long list of ideas that I just you know pick up uh um in in daily life, and I would just know something like you know. This is something fun. Maybe we can work on it. Literally today, I put an entry, mm-hmm. uh, which said uh, identity system, uh, and pa- replaces passport, and you know, and it's more portable. So like, I've had this problem recently when, where I don't actually have my passport with me at the time. So because of that, I don't mm-hmm. have ID, so I can't buy any alcohol even if I wanted to, which is pretty <laughs> annoying. Uh. So mm-hmm. I literally today I was walking past the um the convenience store when I had had a feeling for for alcohol and realized I couldn't get it, and I was like maybe you know wouldn't it be nice if we had this, if we have this um uh, uh, uh some sort of portable digital solution that basically tells you how old I am, uh and you know, give give me my beer so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, another thing is, I feel like um, for like side projects, if you want to do that's that's if uh if you don't actually have anything, uh if you're just starting clean, like absolutely clean and no, mm-hmm. so no any like no uh constraint on what you might want to use. If if you however have a uh have an idea of like okay, I want to use React. I want to. You, I want to do something. I do a side project to learn React or Angular or um, some sort of or blockchain or something like that. Then it becomes, I think, it becomes a lot easier because there are lots of people on Medium or or just by a Google search, they've on their own blogs they've done like excellent blog series on on tutorials or like something you can follow up on. And I would say when you're just starting out, make them as your side project. There's no shame. Um, trying to do something that other people has have done, cause like, unless unless you're a serious like in, inventor, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do something you know that other people have done, right? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, um, one one of the things I I really got addicted to was when Flutter was was starting out, I was getting all of this like I I signed up to like ten different um uh newsletters that was like you know these are these are the cool projects. These are the cool tutorials that people have done uh, this week. And then I'll just go up, go along, and set aside some time. I follow, follow the tutorial and see if I can reproduce, like some sort of UI that 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 was um, described. So, and I think you know, a, mm-hmm. in time you you you'll get a hang of it, and then you will come up with something for yourself. 
but you know starting up if you're just starting up and and you don't have any um like high expectations on like i want this side project to actually launch and like uh be useful to people if you don't well if you don't i i would suggest not to have the expectation but you know <laughs> in that case you know try to start try to start with like some sort of written up tutorial or sometimes people like mm-hmm. um like if you're learning some about something specific is they will have like official tutorials or like official code labs where you can um just basically it was it was maintained by whoever's developed the technology so it's almost going to always be up to date and just an excellent way to learn frameworks that these are these are written written by the guys who wrote the framework so they know all the mm-hmm. ins and outs and what you like what essentials you need to learn right yeah uh coming into google was definitely a shock due to like the mass amount of like internal technologies they use like they don't use i don't know how much i'm allowed to say um but basically they use a lot of their own stuff and like doing code labs oh yeah was my life for like the oh, first yeah. couple weeks just trying to get up to speed with their tech yeah. stuff it's like i can't remember like uh it's like 200 uh something collapse uh internal <laughs> I, I don't know i i i haven't in case in case you're listening and you're from google i'm not i'm not working with google at the moment so uh i don't know uh that's my that's my guess but Funny enough, Google actually had this uh, external code lab, uh, which you can visit, which is, I think it was codelab.google.com, and it has basically a list of stuff you can do. Uh, and it's all steps, uh, awesome. step by step, and it, it works just as a tutorial, if, if not better. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you're try just starting and you feel like, you know, you can't come up with something to do, just, you know, do, do something uh, that's all well documented and and uh and it's well set up to to make you learn uh all the ins and outs of whatever you're trying to learn Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i guess we are probably going to wrap up pretty soon uh so this is this is the compile podcast so we at the end of it we'll compile a little post uh, a, a, a little list of all the topics uh so i would like to probably uh give it to you first uh so do you have do you have oh you can't put that pressure on uh, me <laughs> i mean you are the first guest so <laughs> you gotta uh yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean i mean okay. it doesn't have to be like that formal it's just like like do you have any sort of thought or any feed uh, like any sort of uh things you want to mention like just to wrap up okay everything? So, like, pointers about side projects as a whole? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, just about the pro- topic in general. Okay. Like, should you like it? Should you okay. not like it? Or, or you know, any, anything that works. Uh, so, I guess for the listeners, side projects, definitely do them. Uh, I think what Nick said is very important. If you don't know what to do uh, but want to learn about a topic, there is absolutely no shame in doing what someone else has done. That's been, like, a big stopping block for me. And I definitely need to get over that. So just start something Uh, it doesn't really matter what you start as long as you're starting something to start out with because ideas will come uh and yeah if don't get blocked i guess that's easier (laughs) said than done so if you get blocked uh, if you get blocked um 
either dedicate some time, ask for help. Like there's a whole community of people who want to help you. So definitely reach out. Uh, yeah, and just, I don't know, side projects are meant to teach and to be fun. So I guess try and learn as much as you can. Don't, unless you're like making a startup, I guess. Uh, just try and enjoy your time uh, as you're uh, developing it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's well said. That's, that's very well said. I mean, you, d- you didn't leave me much here. Um, I guess I I would just add on that um, th- this I think I briefly touched on this. If you're doing a side project, um, um, just starting out, first I mean I mean don't um don't put too much pressure on yourself don't expect don't be like oh you know i I, i'm going to work on this side project which is going to launch it's going to have like a million viewers and be rich just because of this it's most likely not going to happen um so Mm -hmm. lower the expectations and put off the uh the pressure on yourself and you know um and secondly i would just say um try to be um just make the make the whole experience try like you can intentionally make the experience more enjoyable by inserting uh, by saying like oh you know let me let me have my friends over and we can I can demo them what what I've got or, or post some some sort of short I've done this a lot where it's like posting some sort of uh, teaser videos on on Facebook on on uh Twitter and you know and add a bunch of people uh. Which I think is harassment, but you know, if it works for you, so, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. And yeah. Um, last, just don't. Lastly, just don't rush it. I, I feel like um, a lot of people when when they are starting out, cause cause they that's what that's what it try like it always is, right? You know, you go onto a a um a course or an like online course or some sort of tutorial, they will be like, in five weeks you'll be you'll be like an Android an, an Angular master. Or something like that, right? No, like it's it's not easy as that. Like you, you have you have no idea how many how yeah. much time people took to even roll up the the framework. It it's it's very hard to be like I'm going to master this technology in in five weeks. It's it's no like right. Mm-hmm. So don't rush it. I would say um try to try to do things. Uh, I'm not saying like be slow and stack uh and stagnate, but uh definitely don't push yourself too much because it's if you if you do and i've done this uh a long like an awful lot when when i want to like just push it out i would be like okay in this two weeks i'm gonna get it out and it, it just affects you like it's it stops being fun which loses all the point of doing the side project in the first place like mm-hmm. above apart from the learning it's supposed to be fun and if you took out if you take out the fun you might as well not be doing it much anyway so uh, so yeah. uh, I would say just don't rush it and uh, enjoy the process and uh, involve other people in as well. Uh, it's it. I mean, the, you don't. There's no. There's no uh, restriction that says like you have to be. Even if it's a personal project, you don't have to do it all by yourself. Uh, for example, for this, you know, this podcast can be a side project of me. I'm not doing it all by myself. I have Brendan. That's my brilliant guest in my first in my first episode. So, uh, <laughs> and I've got uh, uh yeah, I appreciate. And I've it. got like other guests coming along as well. Uh, John, yeah, we'll, we'll give a teaser, John, which is coming probably next episode. Uh, yeah, 
so yeah. Uh, and John yeah, is our uh, good friend. I think literally his he's probably my best friend. Like you two are probably my best friend in in UNC. Like in, on my whole year there, and it's amazing. Isn't it amazing? Because <laughs> I've been gone for about more than a year, and we're still keeping in touch. And uh, and you guys are happy. Yeah, I I love it. I was really yeah, happy. Yeah, you guys are happy to out. come on to this dumb podcast. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, cool. So I guess we'll wrap up. So before we wrap up, um, we have this last section which might not work as well. So we have this thing called pick and plug, which is um, if there's something that you want to recommend or or is your pick of the week or is there something recently that you came out uh, you came uh, you just uh, encountered and you think oh that's kind of cool let me just recommend it to our listeners. It doesn't have to be technical by the way. So whatever. Uh, you recommend can be an ice cream, for all I know. So, uh, <laughs> anything to 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 uh, uh, to plug. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. Anything to. Okay, so. <laughs> I have a machine learning blockchain startup that's like Uber but for uh, machine okay. learning. So. Uh, right. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't actually have that. Um. I don't know. Uh, I was just trying to throw in as many buzzwords <laughs> as I could think. Uh, let's see. Probably, yeah. Everyone use Google Pay better than Venmo. Use it. Is that um, because you work on Google Pay? Uh, <laughs> I, I do work on Google Pay. I do think it is better. But yeah, I, I that yeah. is because is it, I work Is there. it coming to um, the watch? Because I've got I've got a watch. I don't know if it works on the watch, uh, yet. Uh, I have. I know no it works idea. on the phone. I, I use it all the time. That would probably be a cool. Uh, surprisingly, you don't get Venmo in the UK, so <laughs> you're stuck with Google Pay or or the uh, the Apple one. Uh, nice. Yeah. So and also it's it's worked pretty well. So. Yeah, I actually think. Yeah, they are big on international because I think the U.S. market is. It's, it'll be hard to corner the U.S. market considering everyone already has Venmo or PayPal or Square or some yeah, other form uh, of Yeah, I don't even know the UK. Uh, uh, if, yeah, this this is a great if if you live in the UK and you know what it is, let me let me know in the in the comment. I need to get that installed because uh, I think I'm gonna have <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have a hard time trying to fit in with all my new colleagues if I don't know how to spend their drink money. <laughs> Cool. Uh, yeah. So, Google Play is the uh, no, uh, not play. Google Pay is the uh, is the pick of the week. Uh, if you haven't tried it, give it a shot. Uh, uh, for me, let's see. Uh, I don't know. My my pick of the week would be uh, would be the guitar. I guess I I've just started to learn to play recently, and it's I it it has brought me so much joy. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the past, in the past. Yeah, in the past six weeks or so, uh, it does it does hurt. Your fingers do hurt, but you know, in time they you, you get you get past that, and then uh, that's my that's my uh, pick of the week. Uh, if you haven't, it doesn't have to be the guitar, like any sort of musical instrument. I think that's good for you. Uh, you know, get your uh, to get your eyes away from the computer, and uh, oh, you might still be uh, watching YouTube tutorials, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that I think for our first episode, it worked out quite well. And 
teaser for for next episode. The, the guest will be John. Uh, he'll be talking about. I don't know what he will be talking about, but uh, we'll see. And uh, thanks, Brandon, for being our first guest. You've done brilliantly well, uh, and I could not be more happy. All right, thank you so much. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, anything else you want to add? Um, not that I can think of. I think guitar is a really good pick. I feel like I definitely should learn an instrument at some point. Yeah, I mean, like, it, <laughs> I literally started like six weeks ago, so uh, it's never late to start. And uh, I think, I think with that, we will wrap up this episode. Thank you very much for listening in. If you have any suggestions on how we might be able to improve the po- uh, the podcast, any topics you want you want us to discuss, uh, let me know in the comment section, and I will see you in the next episode. Okay.